What a piece of junk. This is the Shattered Order Podcast. Go switch off. If you're looking for Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes news, information, and theory crafting, you've found the podcast you're looking for. With your hosts, Goodnight Punk. We would be honored if you would join us. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the 176th episode of the Shattered Order podcast. I'm your host, Goodnight Punk, and with me, as always, is my good friend, Wink. Wink, what's up? Oh... Not much. Almost forgot to hit the record button. Um, but I remembered just in time. What is going on with you? Well, I just hit it right now. So that intro, you'll probably have to pull. I don't <laughs> yeah. Fail. Hey, intro we do this on fail. occasion. So, um, you know, we, we've been doing this for a while. <laughs> Technical and we still difficulties. Have no idea what we're doing. Is my specialty. Exactly. So good at it. Anyways, dude. Hype. I'm what hyped. are you hyped about, my man? Less than one week till Rise Woo! of Skywalker. Dude, I'm, I can't tell you how I, I'm that. pretty excited. I'm getting hyped now. I'm, I think the last two weeks I was more hyped about Mando and I wasn't even thinking about Skywalker. The closer it gets. I got to yeah. ask. Have you got I your haven't. tickets? Here? I need to do that this weekend. Okay, I got you. Uh, I think the reason I'm so hyped is because I finally, I already bought my, my okay. uh, tickets. So I know when I'm going and it's basically just turned into a countdown oh, until the moment I'm excited. I yeah. I'm jealous. And you know what the, the weirdest, the weirdest okay. thing is it comes out Friday, but sometimes movies do midnight releases, right? The theater that I bought my tickets at has moved. Has about six movie times on Thursday, yeah. starting at six p.m. Yeah, that's common now. <laughs> I don't know why, but that is really common. Uh, theaters around here are doing the same thing. I, I don't know. It's odd. I'm, I got a ten thirty showing, so I should be done close to one. We're obviously so, gonna have to be one. doing uh, a review. Um, so that oh, is yeah. the part I am excited about. Well, here's the best part. I booked it at Alamo. I don't know if you have Alamo Draft nope, House. At, never heard uh, of it. In Oklahoma. Well, it's basically it's a it's a movie theater that serves like bar food okay. and beer during yeah, the we've movie. Got, we've got a theater <laughs> like that. We have a Warren here, and they have a similar thing. You can order all sorts of liquored up beverages and whatever you want from your seat. It's oh, I'm fabulous. Gonna be, I'm gonna be. All yep. over that, it's going to be great. So, yeah, I'm me excited. too. We will obviously be doing a review of the movie. We'll be doing it on the Chosen Ones uh, 
podcast stream. So make sure you guys subscribe to that if you want to check it out. You, you know, you should, you guys should just subscribe to that anyway. Uh, we could use some reviews to kind of help boost us up in the rankings. We would love it if you guys would do that, of course. Hell, you can even just search Shattered Order and it still comes up. So, very, very exciting yep. stuff. Exactly. And I have exclusive, an exclusive image from the reveal of the new Xbox last oh, night. Oh, so let me this show this. Good. Wink, you already saw this image, but uh, the new Xbox is out. Uh, they wanted to show you kind of what it would look like in your house, and there it is. <laughs> the new Xbox Series X fits right there where your fridge would go. Yep. It's, a, it's it, a beautiful it is. It's, it's a beautiful yeah. design. Um, I didn't even know. <laughs> that thing is I weird had no looking, idea man. there was new one until like five minutes ago, right before the stream. Whenever I saw it in the show notes, I'm like, the, the, the what? So I'm pretty pumped. I'm obviously an Xbox person. Um, I know I've mentioned this before, but um, if you guys ever want to play some Call of Duty or something, hit me up. Um, my gamer tag on there, I think, is the same thing. You guys can, of course, find me on Discord. I'll give you my gamer tag if you'd like. But um, I may do a little bit of Call of Duty playing this weekend. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. A last One last thing. I know I don't... Well, I don't know this, but I'm willing to guess that a lot of people were worried or concerned. I just wanted to waylay that by letting everybody know that my Wampa, my Christmas Wampa, is in the front yard. Oh, thank goodness. I'll be honest. I've got a Yoda that I don't even have out in my yard. I need to do that this weekend. Oh, he's great. He's just standing out there. Um... He's just standing out there right in front of my blow-up wiener dog. Nice. So. You'll have to get some pictures up on Discord for people to check out. Yeah, I mean, I'll go out there and take some pictures uh, in the next few days. Heck That'd yeah. Be awesome. But yeah, he's out there just holding things well, down. Well, that is so. good to hear. No need to worry. My Wampa is live. Very nice. <laughs> Nativity, <laughs> little baby Yoda. That would be kind of... That'd yeah, be that awesome. would be awesome. So... Before we get into this next thing, I have one last very important question. What are you, Let me grab what are you this. doing over there to keep your mouth refreshed, you know, during this podcast? I got a little bit of this, which you can see Ooh. right through because it's green. Nice. <laughs> but uh, Sierra, Sierra Nevada's hazy little, I, hazy little Thing IPA, and it is... Freaking Sierra delicious. Nevada has some very good beer, so that is a good choice. Elon is going to be very happy. He's a uh, he used to always question and wonder why I didn't like IPAs, but he has converted. Oh my, me, so. I'm still not a huge fan, but uh, I mean, I like any beer, but um, I'm I'm still an if they had amber guy. If it comes down to a sour or an well, IPA, I'll still take the sour will. every yeah. time. But you know. When you're trying to find a beer, most places, the the one that you're always going to find yeah. is an IPA. They always have IPA everywhere. Sours, they don't, unfortunately. So uh, I, I am having some eggnog and rum. Uh, I, I've actually got, it's a dark chocolate flavored rum. It is fabulous in the eggnog. But uh, one of my buddies. That sounds like a nice pair. Yeah, um, one of my buddies got me this bad boy. For, as a wedding present now isn't this just legit it is a uh what do they call those things decanter. Uh, 
It is a it's a cancer, yes. Uh, stormtrooper helmet. Stormtrooper, and it is just amazing. Um, I, I guess that is yeah, awesome. So dude. I got my uh, <laughs> got my booze in there, ready to go. So actually, I th- I think we're awesome. ready to go into Good this. Hey guys, what did you do in Swoga this week? This is not just about what I did in Swoga, but this is about what I am about to do in Swoga this week. You got my game up good, sir? I do. This is an exciting. I still got to figure out why it's so blurry all the time, but it is up there. All right. Yeah. You can make out most things, so it's not a big deal. We're not reading anything. I have a People feeling it's my doing, upload. But... Hopefully, I'll get fiber one of these days soon. Hopefully. Still got my fingers <laughs> crossed. But all right. So um, here's what I wanted to do I got Art Trooper finished today, completely finished, all the way to seven stars. But he's only gear 11. Well, why not? Why is he gear 11? What are you doing? Well, I thought it would be fun to let everybody watch him go to gear 13. So let's go ahead and that could start be fun. that process. Let's just check his stats for right now. So he's at 26,000 yeah. health with 3928 damage. So let's just start taking this guy up and see what happens. Alrighty, I don't have any stuff to. Um, that is an oh, do it's what a blaster turret. That's his. Well, I was just gonna say, what is his relic? But it's the turret, so that makes sense because it just looked funny. Yep, I I don't have I enough <laughs> slicing material to kind of keep going. Unfortunately, so I'm only gonna get him to relic level two. Dude. I was about to say, I keep getting stuck at two as well on the ones I get to gear uh, 13 because I haven't been farming the yep. green one because I've been farming our yep. trooper. So my B- B1 battle droid, when I got him to gear 13, he could only get to relic two. And once I get Kenobi there, I don't even know if he's going to get to relic two. Well, he got to regular relic two because you don't need the green ones for that. Look Look at these numbers. Yeah. So he went from 26,000 health to 53,000 health. And was it 39 or 2,900 nice. damage? Uh, I can't remember. I don't, 29 sounds right. I was thinking it was 29. Either way, he is now at almost 7,000 damage. So, uh, yeah, Oof. the paper arc <laughs> strategy is gone bye-bye. And uh, I now have a monster art trooper to add to my arsenal of um of amazing light side territory battle teams that i will be using here very soon um i of course got hux i took him up to gear 10 i'm gonna work on getting him to gear 12 we'll discuss that whole whole issue here in a bit but i did a little bit of remodding on a few characters um nothing too Nothing too crazy, um, just a little bit of optimizing. Other than that, man, I really have not done much this week. It has been all about farming the stuff for Arc Trooper, getting him up, ready to go. Um, and that that's, that's pretty much the gist of my week. Other than I did set a new personal record in Phase 2 of the Sith Raid. 
I got just over 20 million with my Jedi Knight Revan team. Um, and related to that, there was a post on Reddit I saw where somebody did like 48 million or something. They did like a third of phase one and then half of phase two with the Jedi Knight Revan team. It was pretty much completely jacked, all Relic 7, but it. That was that was pretty legit. I would have liked yeah, to have seen that, that video. Too. That's crazy. I've been meaning to actually catch. If we're talking about raids for a second, I've been meaning to try to catch the uh, heroic AT to try the that team that Shakti clones and CLS team. Uh, Shakti clones CLS uh full auto team and heroke at oh yeah i'm really interested because all my everyone but cls is relic four cls is you know gear 12 but i want to see how that would go for me yeah because if that can become a thing that would be awesome. yeah that would be super cool so yeah we shall see very nice so but yeah that that team looks super fun so what about you, sir? What did you do this week in Swaga? All right, so what did I do this week? I, nothing really, to be honest. Almost the same thing as you as far as, uh, you know, not noteworthy things. i just been farming so many Chirotechs as well. This is the first Gear 13 I've had in a while where I didn't have any of the Gear 12 finisher prototype pieces farmed for the character that i'm currently uh gear 13ing so i got all the kairos for for kenobi but i had zero of his prototypes so i've been uh. i finished the kairos and then i had to move to the prototypes and so i think i'm like 22 away from gear 13 kenobi which is nice but everything i needed left over for ahsoka before her gear 12 finisher was fleet energy so I've been using all my fleet energy on her at the same time. And now all Ahsoka needs is the finisher as well. So I'll move right into a finisher on Kenobi to a finisher on Ahsoka. And then I'll be done with those for a while. And then I'll just go after Ark and Watt like I want to do. So Very nice. Let's see, I might just go Ark Trooper and Watt before her. But yeah, not you know. a terrible idea, probably. Yeah, we'll see what happens. I'm at 10 out of 100 on Arc Trooper. That farm is actually going pretty fast compared. I mean, I'm not too terribly far behind you. I I started counting the shards I get a day on three refreshes, and I'm I'm getting around 15 to 18 a day. That's so, pretty good. Uh, I'd say I'm in a good place there. Um, yeah, 10 out of 100, so you shouldn't take. But maybe another four or five days. Yeah, you most. might actually be ready for um, for when that battle comes up in the territory battle this coming week, because of course there is a territory battle starting Monday. Well, then I. No, then you you just convinced me that I need to gear Arc Trooper over Ahsoka then, because I don't have any plans on beating that. Yeah, but if I could. It would be nice. I think to be it probably depends on so, how close you are on the rest of your clones. Um, well, they're all Relic Floor Four and Shakti's Relic Four. So oh, hell, so yeah, it. it's all yeah, about our all about our trooper. <laughs> Remember, I was gearing for the light side territory battle for yeah. the last three months, so I am ready to go. 
I just need our troop. Very nice. Well, um, yeah, get get that ready to go then, son. Jeez. <laughs> he's a gear. He's stun guns away from gear 10. So once I get the stun guns, shouldn't be too bad. I don't think so. Very, we'll very nice. Not too shabby. All right, we got some updates. All righty. Um... Strong with us, this update is Young Padawans. Yes, quite the update. There was some huge stuff this week. I mean, it's not very often that we get, a, you know, this big of an update, obviously. Uh, the, and I really don't have anything to bitch about. Just things to honestly just be kind of thrilled about for the most part. Uh, what do you think about the updates we've got this past week? Um, every I didn't see anything bad. I saw a lot of good this week, yeah. actually. There are a lot of things. Anytime you get a quality of life update, I, I'm i loving it. And I'll tell you what. We're going to talk about this in a second. But on the 10th, so a few days ago, three days ago, they updated the journey guide that plopped into the game. And that quality of life update did not just include the journey and guide. It included that entire screen for the achievements, right? Mm-hmm. So... I'm loving that new UI for the objective screen. It's just so smooth and fluid and kind of just really easy to see what you're clicking on because before it was just a bunch of circles, right? And it's still kind of a bunch of circles if you click on quests. It doesn't really give you much information unless you go to each one, but that's just for the quests. Now you got your daily activities. You've got your prestigious quest tab where you can pick the quests you're doing. The achievements tab is all on its own, not a just a random circle mixed in with the other circles. Yeah. Guild activities has its own screen that's easier to... I mean, I knew where it was before, but this is much cleaner. I mean, the whole thing just looks clean, yep. I guess is uh, what I'm trying to say. I totally agree. Um, it's awesome. Um, and the biggest thing of course about this is with this journey guide is you can get any of these legendary characters at any time once you're ready go in there boom you are good to go and uh, a funny note about that to be honest i was looking into the journey guide while i was writing the notes for this because i hadn't really clicked on much besides general general anakin skywalker I, for the longest time, thought I had a six-star Millennium Falcon because I've been ready for that six-star version for, like, probably three, two and a half months. I just got a six-star Millennium Falcon right before the podcast. Oh, nice. Very nice. <laughs> because I, uh, either I missed the last event and was waiting for the next one, or I just totally forgot. But I went into the event and I'm clicking through things, just looking at the ones I haven't got all the way through. And it's like, you can do the six-star version. And I'm like, really? I thought I already did that. So yeah. I just got my six-star Millennium Falcon right before the podcast. And I'm about... Well, let's see here. I am about 50 shards from seven-star. So I'm still farming that IG-100. I'm not refreshing him during the day. I'm just refreshing... 
Vulture Droid, who's almost caught the IG-100. But, yeah, it's... Well, I'll be congratulations, there sir. That is... That's pretty awesome. I can now use it in the uh, light side. No, I can't use it in the light side. <laughs> Seven star. Yeah. One day, I'll be able yeah. to use it. One, one day, hopefully in the near future. We will see. But I can use my vulture droid in Ooh, the... Uh, in the dark side. I can now use my vulture droid in the dark Whenever side. Whenever that so comes back one because... of these days. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. If it comes back. It should be next... Or maybe they'll do another light side on a third in a row. I'd be okay with it. I'd be okay with it. Um, uh, I'd be okay with it, but I really want to get finished yeah, off. Long. That, uh, yeah, that's <laughs> totally fair. The, these rewards are sick, though. Uh, we obviously talked about the light side territory battle heavily last week, so we won't get into that much. But um, no, no need to rehash that conversation. Exactly. Um, all right, so. <laughs> Um, let's talk about these, uh, this new Ray and Kylo Ren that are featured on here. These are a new type of character, it seems. Um, so you have, let's see, you have, what do they call them? They call them Galactic, Galactic Legends. Legends. You have all your other legendary characters or difficult to get characters i mean they include characters that you can't farm you know like ipd watt uh cam malik all those characters are on here but then on the far left you have these characters that look much different um they you know they have a little bit different band around them and such um but you have do you have my game pulled up on the stream I have I have oh, okay. mine, so it's a little clearer, okay, but I, I've got the same thing you have. So up. they have uh, the Galactic Legend Kylo Ren and the Galactic Legend Rey. These are presumably two new characters we're about to get from the new movie. And one thing that is interesting, whenever you go and look at required units, you will see a list. You see the previous versions, so basically the Episode Eight versions of Kylo and Ray. But there are 14 other slots that are unfilled, left with a big fat question mark. What do you think's going on so, here? So I have thoughts on this. And you can refute them, which I'm sure you no. will, because you like to be my I contrarian. But I if you look, so I'm going to bring it up on the stream so people can see what I'm talking about. You look at Merit Grandmaster Yoda. Activity screen. There's about every single Jedi that exists. List is under his That is correct. There's yep. a lot of them. Okay. Now, if you look under Palpatine, same deal with Rebels. There's a lot of them. And for a lot of these characters that require, um, you know, factions that have a lot of characters, they list a lot of characters. Now, for Kylo and Rey, if you look at the First Order, right? So we'll go to the First Order in character screen. If you look at the First Order, you'll see 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10 characters in yep. the game now. 
How many ships are there? Um, it's a good question. Shuttle, Tie Silencer, First Order, Storm Special Four. Forces Tie Pilot, First Order. Yeah, so you're already. So we are one away from filling all those slots if ships are included. Yes, and if you'd include a capital ship, now you've got a fleet and a char- character requirement. Or if you look at the other side with resistance, right? There's a let's look at how many resistance there are. There are three resistance ships. There's 11 characters, three resistance ships. So 14 and 14. So there's a lot on both sides there. Or if you took out if you took out the ships altogether and added first order and resistance to the to the equation for each of those characters, you're looking at a good chunk of characters and maybe these numbers maybe they just kept it in even three lines even that's not the number that you need but my, this is my thought on this okay there's nothing that says that a new character event has to come out and be harder than the last character that is true you're about to get a whole crap ton of new players because of the new movie right hopefully that's the idea right so that's the idea. I don't think that they're going... I would hope that they wouldn't drop this the hardest character to get in the game with the biggest requirements right as every new player is watching this game. Because if I were a new player and I saw something drop and everyone that I talked to about the game said that was the hardest thing in the world and then I realized I'm three or four years away from even getting it, that would really turn me off as a new player. I have a feeling that this is going to be a little easier the requirements might be a little easier. I don't think the characters will be bad, but I don't expect them to be like like top tier. But I, I have a feeling that these are going to be accessible uh, within a year if someone were to buy, let's say, a hyperdrive bundle and put themselves right on the path to getting to these characters. You know what I mean? I think this character, I think these will be more accessible than people you know are thinking I- they are. And I don't think it's going to require 30 characters. You know what I'd like to see? I would like to see these characters get released at like one star. And you have to do something to gain the next star. Kind of like the way Vader was originally. We kind of talked about this last week. Yeah, we talked about that last week. I would still love that God, that would be awesome. And if you did something to where you could unlock these characters at one star, super low, really early... That would be a good way to kind of get people to buy and a different way to introduce characters. Um, And it wouldn't, you know, you wouldn't necessarily have to follow any type of previous pattern. It's a new type of character, so they can kind of do whatever they want. We don't have any precedent as far as what we think they may be willing to do on this. Um, So it could be based on beating some sort of event it could be based on collecting certain faction of characters and getting them you know geared up so far like there's no telling we don't really have any idea 
But I've seen a lot of people freaking out about the requirements. Like, oh my god, this is going to require 15 characters, blah, blah, blah. And that was one thing that you mentioned earlier. Like, Grandmaster Yoda, all the Jedi are on there because that's a requirement. Five Jedi. Any five of those characters. Mm-hmm. Could very well be the same thing for this. Um, I, I don't know where people have gotten so up in arms about that. Um, you know, as far as them requiring 15 characters, I don't know why I've seen so many people thinking that. That just seems odd. But I think if you're thinking that, probably get that out of it, your it's, head. It's, I can understand people thinking the worst. I think the worst a lot of times. But as a, who said it in chat? McTweet, 82. Mobile games are built on hope. <laughs> I hope yep. that they would not do something that new players would see and under- think to themselves, well, I'm never going to get that, even though I play- started watch- playing this game because I just watched a movie and I really want those characters. Yeah. You know, I, I I am far less, you know, bullish on this i think that there i think this is a new type of character i think it's a new way to get the character and i don't think it's going to be an event i think it's going to be something different than we've seen in the past i could be totally wrong but i think it would be cool to have a new way to work towards something one thing i'm going to be curious to see we've the other legendary droids that we have 3po and r2 They've kind of made them to where there won't be another version of them. They've made them so good, so wide-ranging as far as abilities and all that sort of stuff. But, you know, they've also been in way more era. era yeah, eras. Um, I'm I'm trying to wonder, or I'm thinking, what's going to happen with BB-8? Are they going to release a new version of BB-8? Are they going to maybe rework BB-8? I feel like there's got to be something with him or some sort of synergy with his kit, you know, given the the fact that we already have a legendary character and there's no precedent on them building a second version of a droid. So it would be, I feel like it would be kind of odd if they brought out a new BB-8, but at the same time, it's highly unlikely that they will do something where... Um, this BB-8, the current BB-8, becomes unusable. And I've kind of been wanting to take him to Gear 13 just because I feel like there's going to be um, something with him, uh, you know, coming up in this. I wonder if they would ever consider making changes to 3PO and R2 based on a new movie. Like uh, maybe going back and adding something to their kit some sort of synergy or something based on the new movie? If if they did, did I have a feeling it would be... Uh, I have a feeling it would be a relic, a new relic uh, when the relic mm. changes come out and they add more power to those or no more uh, skills yeah. with that. That's when I think that Because they've mentioned the intention of having abilities part of relics. We don't know if that's entirely scrapped or if it's been modified or what the deal is, but um, you know that that is, of course, a potential. Uh, but mm-hmm. I guess we'll see. Um, anyway, that was just a thought I had. I just there's a lot of new characters in this new movie, so if these characters have such big parts as I think they will in this movie, I would be more upset to get new characters 
new versions of old characters instead of new versions of new characters added to the game. If yep. that makes sense. Like, unless there's some drastic change to Finn's character and Poe's character, I don't think they need a new character in the game. That's fair. You know, I don't think we need a new Rose by any stretch of what? the imagination. You know? Crazy know. talk. Uh, but, like, there's there's at least two new characters I can think of that look really cool from all the promotional art and, and uh, having them in the game as a new character sounds much cooler than a new version of an old character. Yeah. So that's at least on the resistance side. And then when you go to the first order side, I'm sure that there are a lot of things we're going to find out in the movie that will add to the need and want for new characters from f- the first order side. Because I mean, seriously, how bad did we all want Praetorian guard? Oh God, I know. After the last movie, I know. like there were so many awesome yeah. characters uh, that we just feel like we missed out on. So, I mean, Snoke's not in the game. Praetorian Guard's not in the game. There's a, there's a lot of things from the last two movies that weren't in and, the First Order side. At least they finally got Hux. At least we finally and got And not Hux. only that, but we now know that there is some faction of Sith in the new movie. Uh, I don't think I need to put spoiler tag in because if you play this game, you're aware of Sith Trooper. So I feel like that's a pretty safe assumption that we can talk about as far as spoilers go. Um, No, King Baelish. Well, yeah, I'm like, I won't say that in case it is a spoiler, but King Baelish and chat, you know what I'm saying? Well, I mean, that's something from the first movie that uh, we've all been waiting for that never came up in the second one. But um, yeah, who knows? Uh, I mean, there's going to be some Sith synergy. um, So, the the first order could get really interesting you know mixing those two factions together probably the new kylo i assume is probably going to be a sith as well so that there's going to be some versatility there as far as in game uh yeah we'll see very cool stuff final thoughts this this journey challenge is very easy to follow or jury guide i should say it's very easy to follow daily activities, the quests, all that stuff is really, really easy to uh, follow. So I'm really yep, digging this thing for sure. So. All right. Like. So this is one thing I have been up in arms about very, very, very heavily. They have officially updated the Grand Arena Championship rewards. This is great. I'm. Oh yes. my god. They, they basically so at at the end of a week, those three battles, you get grouped into either the top tier, the second tier, third tier, or the fourth tier. The fourth tier is of course P And how does that go? Fourth tier's yep, eight. Basically they uh, went first tier is one, oh, two is three through four, and then three is five through seven. Correct. And so group four people that went 0 for 3. Um, If you go 1 and 2, you would be in that 5 to 7. 2 to 1, you would be in that group 2. And then, of course, if you go 3 and 0, you are the number one top dog. And they doubled the rewards for every one of these except for that group 2, that second through fourth place. They It's actually up a little bit more than doubled. So they... First place, 
That's good because that's the one I'm in all the time. <laughs> nice. It seems like I'm, I'm almost always in group two and then sometimes yeah. in group one. It's like group two is the one to so, so see it get the highest re- reward bump. Okay. So they upgraded the rewards on, say, player one from 700 to 1400. Uh, the second through fourth place from 575 to 1000. Um, that's actually, no, that's less than doubled. Sorry, that's that's in there wrong. It was four seventy five. Okay, yep, four seventy five to a thousand, just over doubled. Uh, Fifth through (laughs) seventh, it went from three fifty to seven hundred, and last place is now going from one seventy five to three fifty. However, that is not all because they also updated the payout whenever you win a round for the individual round. It used to be that you got 150 for winning. It is now 350 for winning. So basically, if you get first place, you will be getting an extra 1,300 championship tokens in that one week. See, here's where things get weird for me. Now, you... It's great that these rewards have changed. I like this. This is a great change because a, you get to pick what you buy. Yeah, it's not a. It's they didn't add back in certain types of. No, well, okay. Let me rephrase. It's nice that you get to pick what you want to buy, but I don't think you get enough still to buy a full piece. So it would be nice to get gear back in there as well, where where you're hitting group one, you would get a full piece because you're not going to be able to buy a full piece with fourteen hundred championship tokens so there's in my opinion there's still work to do on these rewards but it is still better than it way better okay. than it was i and i the part that it gets weird for me there. is that um how i think these rewards are better than they previously were before well, well yeah. no no before but, but, i'm talking about the beginning of grand arena because we used to get 50 you would get 50 salvage for winning a week. That would be basically, um, and whenever I say win a week, I am talking about, you know, that those three matches, you would get 50 salvage of a stun gun or a carbani or whatever it was for that week. Now, in one week, you will get, if you get first place, I'm just talking about first place, you will now get, Uh, I am going to use, just because this is in the store and this is generally what I buy with them, I'm going to use the Chirotex as the thing that I am basing all this off of. You will get 35 salvage of Chirotex. However, that's not it because you also have the rewards at the end. The rewards at the end, um, let's say... that's where I was going with Let's the next say twenty one hundred. Twenty one hundred twenty one hundred for in a four week event when you're getting what was it, thirteen hundred yep. per round? Twenty one hundred seems like pocket change. So that's that is correct. I mean the rewards at the end seem a lot less now. But let's say if you got the bottom of a rhodium, which I do believe is twenty one hundred, that is an additional 30 so on the whole well actually if you win all of them 
you're going to be way ahead because there's no way you're not going to hit Kyber, which would be 3,100. If, if you win every match, you will basically get Kyber. There's almost no way that you won't. And so you would be getting an extra 44 by hitting at the bottom of Kyber. Um, so if you divide that 44 by the four weeks, that's an additional 11 plus your 35. That's like getting uh, so 46 salvage of uh, Kairos for winning um, sweeping around, basically. So and not to mention all the other up, stuff. They upped everything by a hundred percent. Yes. I would have been okay with them upping everything seventy-five percent and adding back in the other gear. Would have been totally fine with that. Because the other gear was always bottleneck gear. I want stun guns. Put stun guns back in there. If I can have another way to get stun guns, I'll be are stun guns not in the championship store? Oh, they are, but I don't have a chance at a full one after one round. Um, My winnings would never buy a full stun gun. I am going to look and see how much they are there because I have no idea how much. um, I have no idea how much stun guns are. I, I could not be more thrilled about these rewards. I'm I mean, I think this is absolutely fabulous. I'm I have no issue with it whatsoever. Um, I, I well, there is nothing to have an issue with. It's all well, better. No, but, the fact but I'm of the saying matter is it's a step in the right direction. This shouldn't be the end. No, and that's what I'm saying. I am fine with these rewards. Like I, I don't have an issue if this is the end of the rewards. Like that is perfectly fine. Um, okay. I still don't feel like it's enough to make people, everyone battle. Okay, so like uh, stun guns. I do not believe are available in the. Uh, Grand Arena store. They are. are. You sh- I bought real- them before. Are you sure? That needs to be an update on the gear guide then, because I don't have those on there. Interesting. Um, let's see. I'm going to look at some things on here. See what's a good value. Droid colors, pretty good value in the Grand Arena store. Um... I think the only thing I will Kairos. ever buy in the Grand Arena yeah, store is Kairos. Here. Yep. I mean, I wouldn't complain about them increasing the rewards anywhere else. But to me, this gets the rewards back to basically where they were before. And I'm happy with that. I, I mean, that's... I, I'm. But it doesn't get them back to where they were before because you're not getting a full piece for first place. This is not even close to back to where they that, were. I... Well, I mean, it basically is when you factor in. So what? Thirty six doesn't equal fifty. I'm sorry. No, it's not you're math. You're four, a math guy. Forty uh, six. If you finish, I, I'm going off memory. Is, is Kyber thirty one hundred? Is that correct? Do you know? I don't know. Never. Okay. Um, <laughs> I, that's the that's the forbidden I, land. I think thirty one hundred is the bottom of Kyber. At getting 3,100, you are at 46 salvage. Um, so you're... But you're... you. What? My point is, at the end of a round, you would receive a full yes, piece. Yes, but you can't... 
At the end of a okay, round, but we didn't get end rewards before. You have to calculate the end rewards in order to see what you're actually getting. Those have to be taken into round account. Round rewards are still worse than they were before. You, there's no way for you to get a full piece getting first place in Grand Arena in a round. Yes, because there are end rewards, which reduce the round rewards. But when you look at it as a whole, it kind of depends on where you finish. So even if you get the end of the round rewards and you got first twice, there's no way the end rewards are going to bring you to two full pieces that you missed out on. Two... The rewards are not as good as they used to be. There's no way I, that they are even close at the I, I know you're going to disagree, yeah, and that's I, fine, I think but their the math does not no, add up. What were the? I, I'm going to go back and see if I have a screenshot of what the rewards were like, the entire rewards before. I think the rewards now are better than they were in Grand Arena in the very beginning. And I was a huge advocate for them. I love them, but I do think they're better now. The Grand Arena tokens are definitely better, but you still, <laughs> I don't, I think I'm pretty sure that the Grand Arena token numbers were the same with the gear before, not the new ones that they just added, but the ones that there were there before, but yeah, I wish I, I mean, I probably have a screenshot somewhere, but like I have so much crap in my phone for from all the years playing this game, I don't know if I could find it. Not on this podcast, at least. So. I'm with you. I'm not here to argue with you. I think they are definitely better. I don't think that the amount of full pieces you get from these new rewards even comes close to before. But it does make it much better for those of us like me and you that do fight in Grand Arena and do enjoy it, and do want to win to get even more for it. Yes. Yes, hello. Hi. How are you? Oh, well, fantastic. Technical difficulties at 44 minutes and 53 seconds. (laughs) Can you still not hear me? I can say whatever I want about Wink right now. Wink's wrong, guys. He's wrong. Just so everybody knows it out there, he's wrong. They were better before. The tokens are better, but not getting gear is not better. Not getting a full piece, I should say. So now that you can't refute me, I'll stop. (laughs) Hey, buddy! Welcome back. All right. So what were you saying? I I have no idea what happened, but my computer. I was just entertaining the people while you were gone. All righty. Well, that's good. <laughs> um, yeah, I cannot find a screenshot of any of the previous rewards. God, don't make me go look. When did Grand Arena come out? Grand Arena came out, I believe, January last year. It's been out so, right at a year now. If I go to... There's a way to search by date in... Uh, Unlike your screenshots and stuff? Yeah, let's say December. 
Oh, there's a there's a whole screenshot category on my phone. You're right. Yes, there is. All right, let me see if I can find that. Oh, here we go. Years, 2018. Okay. If anybody in the live stream has a screenshot of previous rewards to send out, that would be amazing. Um. <laughs> oh my gosh, some of these screenshots are out of control. Yeah, I am not. Yeah, I don't. I don't have it right now. I'm, I'm not going to waste right. air time looking for it, but we'll figure it out. We'll figure it out eventually. Indeed. Um. So yeah. Uh. Like I said, I'm. I think this gets the rewards back to where they were, and. I prefer them this way because you get a choice of where to go buy them. If stun guns are in there, I need to upgrade the update the gear guide. Um, but because uh, I do not have them there, I have never seen them there. But that obviously doesn't mean they're not there. Uh, so let me know if you guys see that there. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, cut to me. I will take what forty six Kairos over fifty stun guns all day, every day. Okay. <laughs> you would not, I take it. I hate farming stun guns and I hate farming Kyrotech, so both of them are equally annoying to me. That's totally fair. Can't really disagree there. Um, all right. So what is the next thing? Next up, you got discuss? a buff to banners in GAC. So GAC undersized fleet bonus increased to four banners from three. I thought I'd mention this only because it'll be awesome when I get my malevolence to seven star because... There is no way in the world that I will ever need more than six or five ships with malevolence. Hmm. I don't think, I think every battle I fight, the only reinforcements I call are Geo Spy and Houndstooth. I could leave, I could leave the last two slots empty, get those extra banners, and still win with malevolence. Yeah. So updating the from three to four for undersized fleet. I'll take it because that's just more for me. I totally agree. Did I tell you? Did I tell you I didn't lose a fleet battle in Fleet Arena. You this entire did, week. yes. This whole past week, did not lose. I could fight anything. Well, let me take that back. I haven't fought any malevolences, so I can't say I can beat those. I fought a couple, but yeah. So we'll see. I don't know how they do on defense. Mine drops a little bit. Here and there, uh, I have mine on defense for this territory war coming up. So we'll see how that goes in there this week if they get to ships, and uh, we'll see what it does. But yeah, fun fun to see. Good night, Punk. Excited about ships finally, dude. I'm yeah, loving no kidding. Malevolence that malevolence with my buying that hyena bomber to seven stars was a fantastic idea because that thing is. Just an amazing tank. Yeah. With malevolence. It never dies. It's it's great. It just 
sits there and soaks everything up. And it's funny because that health and the protection pool is not that high, but the amount of defense it gets is out so out of control that it just sticks around forever. Yep. I don't know. It got me in the crystal rankings. Joker. When I the one or the one day I did actually fight in my fleet arena payout because my nights are still crazy with work and everything else. The one night I did fight in my arena payout on a slow night at work, I did get ninth, which was my highest ever with malevolence. And I'm pretty positive if I use a refresh, I could get to first any night I wanted to with Ooh, that team. It's amazing. Nice. Well, that's pretty so, awesome. All right, can I press the rewind button real quick? Yeah, let's rewind. Okay, okay. so Jeffski posted a link that goes back to Grand Arena Rewards when it started approximately one year ago. Uh, actually, did start in December. Um, all right, so these are rewards for December 20th of last year. First place received 50 stun guns. 70 Mark 1 amplifiers, 70 Mark 1 capacitors, 3 Omegas, 3 Zetas. You would prefer that over the update rewards now with getting the, instead of, I, I believe you get, um, uh, what do you call it? Mod slicing material. You don't just get the ones to take them six dot. Dude, you, get... you can take out mod slicing material from every reward, and I would be happy. I don't need that crap. I'm always oh, God. up near a thousand, despite using it all the time. Well, don't, don't sound like you're salvage. using it all the time. You're insane. Um, I don't. So, on, so we on what we all have everything I've wanted to slice is sliced up now. So now everything just sits there. So we have that and. Not to mention now we get the the Mark II part to go with it. Uh, you get 25 of those. I believe... Yeah, I believe that's right. No, you get you get 65 amplifiers, 65 capacitors, 25 of the uh, Mark II pieces, and then you get the Omegas and the Zetas now. So, did you never I get tokens in the rewards before? No, not until they made the Grand Arena store. Right, but there was always going to be a Grand Arena store. There wasn't in the beginning. So you always have. Right, but there were. It, we knew it was coming. Well, it didn't come. It didn't... When Grand Arena came out, because they they had already talked about tokens. Yeah, but it was a hypothetical. It didn't actually come out until the Grand Arena Championship. What in July or August of this year? Not too long ago. So. Um... So yeah, oh. yeah. I, I I think the rewards the rewards with this change are officially better than they were in the beginning, in my opinion. Cool, but we don't agree, <laughs> and that's okay. I don't understand how you I don't, I, like I don't remember. I don't remember a it ever not giving currency. Currency has always been a thing. It nope. Uh. It, it was not. We did not get... Because I remember when it came out, everyone was like, how come we don't get any of this? Hope enough character never comes there because we'll never have anything to buy anything. That was when Grand Arena Championship started. 
The the store came with yes, Grand I'm Arena Championships. Yes, I'm talking about Grand Arena Championships. Okay, yeah, it's always been there with Grand Arena Championships, but that just started a few months so ago. So was gear. There was gear in the exhibitions. Yes. Gear and tokens. No, there were no tokens in the exhibition. We only got gear. You only got the gear that it was listed for that time. There, there was no currency because there was no store. Grand Arena Championships introduced the store earlier this year. Okay, I see where you're going with that. That makes sense. So maybe that might be true. Maybe. Maybe. I'm pretty confident it's true. But I'm pretty sure you're matter. true too, but I'm still going <laughs> to Um all right, so Anyways. they changed Sith Trooper to be the old Sith Trooper to be Sith Empire Trooper, though he did not lose his Knew Sith that was coming. tag, thankfully. Well, actually, we didn't know that was coming. I actually thought he would stay Sith Trooper, and we were going to rename the First Order yeah. to Sith Trooper to something different once the movie came out. They just couldn't name him that before the movie came out. Yep. Well, I guess that's not happening. And, and this so actually makes more sense because Sith Empire is a faction, why not be the Sith but, Empire Trooper? But he's not the Sith Imp, but he was a Sith Trooper as well. Like, he's still got the Sith tag. Yeah, that's true, but for the Sith Empire. Right, he's a Sith Empire... <laughs> Who is it? One of the Sith Empire Sith doesn't have the Sith tag, correct? Uh, No. Oh, wait, well, HK, because he's a droid. That's not what I'm thinking of. Um, Everyone else does. Marauder, Assassin, Darth Revan, Basla Sean, Trooper. Um, the, those those yeah, all have right. the Sith tag. HK's, I, I'm pretty sure it's the only Sith Empire that is not a uh, Sith. It is odd that, well, I guess it's just because of a naming thing, but Sith, Sith Assassin, Sith Marauder. Yeah. yeah I don't know. Well. They, I don't know. They need random names. Um, so they added two new in-game portraits by playing Swaga before that update and showing... I think this is only because of the hyperdrive. That's right. probably true. It basically shows that you are pre-hyperdrive uh, player. Um, yeah, because one of them is... One of the portraits was only unlocked if you had hit level 85 before the update. Yeah. So... Anyone that bought that hyperdrive bundle is not going to have the. It, it was actually a pretty cool title, and you know what's funny is I. I don't know if Urza Tron is listening. Urza, I feel like that portrait is perfect for you. A guy sitting at a bar with a Twi'lek bartender you know, <laughs> <laughs> serving him. So that's like the that's like the Urza Tron portrait to me. So hey, there's nothing. That's like the one you get for being Twi'lek. level eighty five. It's all right. Hey, you know what? The other one is Luke and Vader locked in a lightsaber duel with the Death Star behind him. It used to be the old loading screen for the game, and that was the that's the new portrait as well. So, cool portraits. I think they were added because the hyperdrive bundled Kama, and they wanted to show a way to show, hey, I played and I never used the hyperdrive bundle or things like that. Yeah. I don't know, but it is a wrong subspecies of Twi'lek. I'm sorry, Urz. I, I I guess I'm being speciesist. I don't know, but yeah, very cool, very cool pictures. I still think I like the anniversary one with the two moons better, but 
Nice. It's nice. Nice to have more choices. The problem is more choices doesn't involve Wampa. Ah. Because I'm telling you what, if there was a Wampa portrait, I would never take it. I I totally believe you. I have my favorite character. I mean, I honestly can't remember what mine is. I can't remember what mine is right now. I go look. I had uh, Grandmaster Yoda for the longest time, but I switched to uh, First Order Executioner here recently because he's pretty cool too. Well, it's funny. I now remember what. So I'm going to ask you a question. Do you? Maybe people are interested. Who knows? Doubt it. I changed my whole... Yeah, probably not. <laughs> I changed my title and my portrait when Urz was on. Because there was a title that I'd never heard of before. And it sounded awesome. So uh, my portrait is now Young Lando. And my title is Spice Freighter Navigator. Or, yeah, Spice Freighter Navigator. And I have uh, Young Lando as my title. Yeah, I remember hearing you guys talk about that. And, uh, yeah, that's uh, that a pretty cool one. Has a, has a nice little <laughs> rhyme to it. Yes, no doubt. What is, what is yours? I'm just curious. My first or executioner now. And what's, your, what's the title you use? Uh, Jedi Master, currently. Is that the one? I tell you what, on my alt, when I finally get the uh, the fulcrum title, I'll probably never take it off. I'm halfway there. Huh. The fulcrum. Uh, the fulcrum quest is a why is annoying. Why don't you have hello there? I do have hello there, at least on my main, and I think I gotcha. But very nice. I mean, there's not a ton that I don't have. This is an odd conversation we've moved into but i think that i don't have bounty hunter fulcrum jedi master sith agent sith master you know Ky- the kyber ones trapped in carbonite bronzium battler sith smiter okay. vader's fist ship captain okay surprise so <laughs> in live chat zero says they need a bearded one title for us you know oh, they dude. do have one that says scruffy looking that is true. It's pretty it's close. Pretty, it's pretty close. Pretty close. You know what? I'm changing mine to scruffy looking. <laughs> done. I'm glad, we, I'm glad that we've done this. <laughs> um, have. Indeed. <laughs> so. All right. So weird random double drops, right? Yeah. Very nice. I, it kind of came out of nowhere, too. What did you do with your double drops on these mod battles and challenges? Because I think today is the last day of it. I uh, capped everything to make sure it was all over a thousand. Because I just told you. Mod mod battles and challenge double drops is probably the worst one for me. I'm <sighs> like, yay, I'm so excited for extra stuff that I don't use. Bro, you need to be slicing. Like, what is... Get to slice. I guess I'm sir. not about that slice life. You know You're what? not. Six, I am all six, about the slice life. Sixty mods are cool. They're amazing. I don't have very many. I, I don't have very many them. of them. I'll be totally honest with you. I have never. I don't slice a lot of things to sixty because, as far as events go, legendary events go, it's still annoying to me to not be able to use my mods on characters that aren't gear twelve. Oh, so I just don't slice Lord. them to gear 13 so that I'm ready for events. Oh, Lord. That, oh, I can't even. Now, I know. It's 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 mm. stupid. It, it it hurts my soul. Like, oh. I only did it to hurt your feelings. 
Like, I'm glad we there, finally reached a point where I could tell you so you could just feel it. There are so many health primary mods sitting on your roster right now just begging, begging to be sliced and taken to They always six jump into to, my face and I just swat them away like, uh, no, get out of here. I believe it. Just, I can't I think either. I have 1,200. I think I could take like an ass ton, a metric ass ton of mods to 6e right now if i want when we get done with our show have, notes no, you want, can, can we do thing. some slicing can you slice some mods for us here i'm gonna look at this uh where's the is it under guild yeah mark two pulse modulators 1000 how in the <laughs> hell i just told you how oh i have a headache i can't do this yeah Oh god! I would. I should just give you control have... of my account for a day. Oh my god! And see what happens. You, you, you sh- just go mod crazy. I'll you give should. you. I'll let you log into my account, and you just go crazy. Because I know oh. you love mods. This would be like. This would be like that'll be your Christmas present. Let's just let <laughs> you have fun with mods for a day. We, we should make it a live stream. I would have so <laughs> that much would be, fun. That would be a lot of fun. Oh actually. yeah. Maybe uh, we'll do it. I. I don't maybe know how not you guys on do Christmas. It. Maybe well, maybe a day or so after Christmas. Okay, but yeah, we can fine. have our Christmas stream, right. Christmas mod. Perfect. Stream. That that works for me. Perfect. I, <laughs> and I I will not I will not deny you from moving anything, dude. I, I oh that would be amazing. I have so many slice mods, and they're basically I don't want to say all, but I would bet that. Forty percent of the mods that I have sliced are health primaries. <laughs> I yeah, slice I so many health primaries; it's crazy. I, I I love them. I absolutely love them. I mean, I have so many characters that are just loaded with health primaries. You know, between running Galactic Republic, Night Sister, Joe Grievous, you know, Joe Lee, Django. Uh, C3PO, Ahsoka, Han, um, all these Think how much characters. stronger my clone team could be if I succeed them. Okay, what we just talked about, <laughs> I'm freaking doing before you attempt the the cam <laughs> mission, all right? Yeah, I was going to say, they're all, they have all got uh, gold mods on them. Oh, my. Six E's. Oh, good Lord, you got to fix that. <laughs> you got to fix it, man. Oh, yep. All right, let's 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 move on to the next topic before I lose my mind. Um, the hyena bomber is already in the fleet data cards, fleet packs, and shipments. Uh, was that the uh, was that the fastest a character has went to those? Shout out to Sig Sig, love you, dude. Swaga events. I'm gonna go see what the. Uh... What when that came out that marquee was? I like it because it was it, it seemed rather quick, but I also didn't farm the hyena bomber, so it's kind of hard for me to say. Hyena bomber, uh, Galactic Chase came out on the first of November, so that was a month. Well, six weeks, but a basically. Six weeks, yeah, four and a half weeks, basically. When did this update come out? 
on the tenth. Yeah, it says. Yeah. No, no, you're right because it's they have it's, estimated shipment date. So his uh, his estimated shipment date was the twenty November twenty ninth to no uh, December thirteenth, and it came out on the tenth. Okay, so this it's is, a little ahead of schedule. Yeah. Definitely on the. It just early. felt like really fast. It did. I knew it was November. I didn't realize the beginning of November. So interesting. Um, mm-hmm. They fixed some bugs to make territory battles work correctly. And a- yeah, so if you if you if you get stars in the bottom phase in light side territory battles, the light the bottom phase will open into the, the next area instead of the middle like last time. Correct. Which will be our strategy. I am pretty sure. Um, we'll probably have to discuss it and see exactly what we do, but yeah. My strategy is to survive. Yeah. My strategy to is make to... it out with the, the app still installed on my phone by the end of the territory. Nice. My, my goal will be <laughs> to get a bunch of four out of fours on combat missions. Oh, you're cute. <laughs> We should bring this discussion up again. Um, no. Uh, Joe Gravis finally got his fleet commander tag, which he didn't have before. Not that it really yeah, that changes anything. It doesn't change um, anything, but it was weird. A fleet commander was not listed under fleet commanders. Yeah. just So it made sense they added that. Yeah. But it was weird when it never it didn't happen before. Very odd. Um, all right. So, of course, Territory Battle starts on the 16th. And... Oh. They had to go back and do some changes to General Hux and Sith Trooper uh, regarding their kits. Well, I think we should just talk about their kits. Hey, boys. Do you have any tips for us less experienced players? So uh, I got a very big, big tip here. I'm sure you do. Very big tip. Oh, yes. So, first off, King Baelish asked, where do we shake out on the rumored wager? Uh, I said this in podcast chat, and I'll say it again on the show. If they were to nerf the difficulty of this territory battle, I don't think they'd tell us. So I'm not making any wagers until I see the territory battle. All right, all right. I see how it is. I want to talk about General Hux, and then you can talk about Sith Troopers, since I know you were stoked about Sith Troopers. Oh, so yeah. So I'll, I'll lead us through Hux, and uh, you lead us through uh, Sith Trooper. How's that? Sounds good. All right. Let's go here. I'm going to play this little guy. Actually, I'm going to turn this off. Put this little guy here. All right, so General Hux. We just got General Hux, finally. Character from First Force Awakens. Character from when this game started. Two months after this game started, we got Force Awakens characters. General Hux, massive parts in both movies. Never in the game until this week. Very glad to see him. A lot of speculation that First Order Officer was him. But it definitely First Order Officer wasn't him. We now have actual Wait, people thought General that? Hux. Yes, a lot of people thought that. Huh. Because if weird. you look at the character, I mean, General Hux never wore a hat, so that kind of confused me that people thought yeah. that. And he has but a name. But it was like, yeah, but how many first or, How many officers in the First Order did we really see in the first movie? 
Well, yeah, but they came out way before. I mean, they've they've talked about you know the bringing characters out before the movie and then them just not being that big of a factor. It was kind of like First Order Executioner. Like, there was a lot of hype for him, and you saw him for two seconds. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. First Order Executioner was an odd choice. But, I mean, people saw him in... Well, he was in the trailer, too, right? So that's why they released him before the movie. Where there was a... Yeah. There was a toy for him, much like Sith Trooper right. was introduced at Comic-Con. So is they're like, all right, well, there's no spoilers by releasing these tunes. So, I don't know. All right. Uh, General Hux. Super stoked he's here now. Ruthless First Order support that can prevent enemies from counterattacking. He can do a lot more than that. <laughs> All right. Uh, we'll talk about... So, we're going to talk a little bit about Hux after we go about the kit because there were some things that went on with Hux this week that were very interesting. But we'll talk about that after we go over the kit. So, General Hux, first basic, first basic, only basic, commanding shot. Deal special damage to target enemy and gain 25% turn meter. If this attack is a critical hit, General Hux gains advantage for two turns if he didn't already have it. So, we're already seeing how the First Order work. Um... With advantage, now you're already seeing with his basic how he can get advantage. Um, so there's and, that. And this is probably a big reason for that change to advantage. Or... Oh, good grief. Uh, big reason for <laughs> that change to advantage earlier uh, is because it's such a crucial part to Hux's kit. Um, you know, losing, you know... Um, Attacking somebody that has crit immunity or something while he has advantage, losing that is, I mean, is would kind of be a nerf to him in a way. No, exactly. For sure. Um, out of curiosity, do you think that Phasma... Okay, uh, we'll talk about that in a second. Uh, special, yes. uh, first special, oppressive... <laughs> I know you knew where I was going. First special, oppressive fire. General Hux gains 10% turn meter. If General Hux has advantage, he loses it and dispels all buffs <laughs> on all enemies. So massive dispel, dispel if he has advantage, which can't be evaded. Then call all first order allies to assist, dealing 25%, not less... More damage and a, a mass Ooh. assist dealing more damage than it did before. And it they released tonight, right before the podcast, a the developer insights for these two characters. And something that they mentioned a lot in there was that they were really trying to up the damage output on the first order teams. Did you think it was really that bad before? Uh, well, like I know kind of crew doesn't do a lot of damage, but uh. OG Kylo can get going. Uh, First Order uh, TIE Pilot has always been a damage dealer. Yeah. Now he's a class, glass cannon, but... I will say this, though. Their basics really don't executioner. do a ton of damage. Their basics are... They're okay. Their specials generally hit pretty strong. Um, but Surprising like, there's no special reductions in these kits, then. There is. 
Is there? Yeah. We'll get to it in a second. Oh, is there? Yeah. All right. So special number two. Devious Scheme. Dispel all debuffs on General Hux and target other First Order ally and grant that ally a bonus turn. So now you've got a dispel for buffs on the other team and a dispel for debuffs on your team for one character, giving them a bonus turn. Also, if General Hux has advantage, you really want him to keep his advantage up, he loses it and he resets all ability cooldowns on target ally. Hello, extra damage from your specials. Yep. Exactly. And, you know, Sith Trooper, we'll talk about his kit in a second, is kind of... He's a big part of upping the damage. As we'll get into his kit, you'll understand why. But, you know, Crew's kind of there just to take shots. Fox is... I mean, Executioner can do some pretty badass damage. I mean, that guy is can be a nuclear bomb. You know, he in a way he is kind of like and the, more dispel. <laughs> yes, and um, you know he's kind of like the Finn of the First Order. Um, you know, obviously works a little bit different. Doesn't stack quite as high. Not as good for raids, but you know, whenever you're talking about it in an arena match, goodness, you know. The panda can smash. The panda can smash. Hey, new quote from Wink. I like all right, it. all right. So uh, th- there's a ter- there's a uh, assault battle where you can use the first order. I like using executioner, and he'll like execute somebody, then execute somebody, then execute somebody. You know what that's called? The Panda Express. Hey, hey. Hey. use some orange chicken right now. Oh, I'm hungry. All right. Uh, (laughs) Let's move on to his leader ability. All right. Leader ability. Bow to the first order. Basic attacks of first order allies deal 50% more damage. Hey, we were just talking about their basics don't seem to do that much damage. Well, under a Hux lead, they will... General Hux gains dominance at the start of the encounter and at the start of each of his turns if he didn't already have it, which can't be dispelled or prevented. Dominance expires at the end of the turn whenever General Hux is critically hit. Dominance. Enemies can't counterattack. First Order allies have 100% counter chance and 50% crit damage. Do you want to take... So... This get, this makes it so you kind of want to think about taking pot shots at Hux and hope you crit him to get rid of this dominance. Yeah. Because if you're not doing that, uh, you're... Yeah. Well, and, and the thing that's really cool about this, so when he has dominance, crew counters and puts tenacity down. So that creates a lo- lot of options, but he got to counters anyway. But when you start talking about first order executioner countering, oh good lord! I mean, <laughs> he, his basic isn't bad; it's pretty good. But you know, his special is the thing that can be a nuclear bomb. But man, that basic! So he gets to keep the crit damage. I think I think under crew lead, it's forty percent crit damage. So I actually get a little bit more crit damage, and their basic attacks. Deal 50% more damage. Not to mention, 
if they're called in on the mass attack, there's 25% more damage there as well. So, I mean, there's a lot of additional damage with this leader ability for sure. Um, crew is a lot more towards the survivability pain in the ass. Hux is going to be the more um, damage dealing character. And one thing that's interesting, this leader ability is just an Omega. There's no Zeta to this. Yeah, that's that's a pretty good leader ability for no Zeta on it. Yes. Oh, yes. Absolutely. So I will take that any day of the week and twice on Sundays, as the saying goes. So go ahead and tell us about his unique, and then I kind of want to talk about modding a little bit for him. All right, so Boundless Ambition is his unique. General Hux gains advantage for two turns at the start of each encounter. While General Hux has advantage, enemies can't gain bonus turn meter. <laughs> well, that's caused quite a Zeta, stir. Zeta is, while General Hux has advantage, enemies can't gain bonus turn meter. Hmm. Interesting. That is a massive problem, because if you read this unique again... While General Hux has advantage, enemies can't gain bonus turn meter. Nowhere in there does it say or have any synergy with the rest of his team. It is just to throw General Hux into the team. He gains advantage at the start of the game, the battle. Yep. If he has advantage, enemies can't gain bonus turn meter. Uh-oh. Yep. Yeah. That's a problem. Especially when you have a team that is based around getting bonus turn meter. Um, and the fact this guy gets advantage fairly often. I mean, it's a pretty heavy part of his kit. Um, so I guess go ahead and tell everybody about the, uh, the issue with this and then I'll talk about modding. Okay. So the issue with this that people have come up have shown, you put this guy in a Sith Empire team. The Sith Empire team destroys General Anakin Skywalker teams. Because all of that extra turn meter that the General Anakin Skywalker team is generating is gone. And now you've opened it up so Sith Empire are just wreaking havoc on uh, on the uh, General Anakin Skywalker team. And on top of that, I want to mention this as well. They had a problem that they had to push back the start time of the general Hux marquee. And that was gear 10 had a finisher piece in it that required you to have seven stars to get to gear 11. So they removed that requirement, which meant that you could get to gear 11, but there wasn't a, there wasn't a piece of gear inside the gear 11, you know, shell that kept you from getting to gear 12. So now you, it is possible for the first time in the game to get a, under seven star character to gear 12 because of the change they had to make to get this character's marquee out. Yep. And it's working as intended, will not be changed. So, Merry Christmas. Weird, weird chain of events this week. Yeah, I'm I'm working on gearing Hux. I'm going to take him to gear 12. And, um, I, you know, what's here's the funny thing everyone's up in arms, and I understand uniformity. I I I, stu, I I will say this. I do believe that he shouldn't be allowed to be gear 12 without seven stars if no other character is allowed to. But I don't care. 
It's not a problem for me. Yep. No, I, I totally agree. <laughs> I have no issue with it's it whatsoever. Not a big deal to me. Yep. So. So one thing that I think is interesting that a lot of people I think are probably overlooking, especially if he's the leader. Um, you know, a crit of this is a great spot to use a crit avoidance arrow. I mean, especially considering you can get him to gear 12. If you want to use him as your lead, you can get him to gear 12 at three star, throw a 35% crit avoidance arrow on him. And, um, this will keep dominance on him for much longer. Uh, he has to be critically hit in order to get rid of it. And still, even then, once he's critically hit, it lasts until the end of his turn. So, one, you have the advantage of him being slower, where dominance will last longer, even if he's critically hit. And the advantage of having, um, you know, the crit avoidance to not lose dominance. So, that's actually how I've modded mine is with a crit avoidance arrow. And I am going very heavy on the health. Um... I've seen a lot of people recommending speed. I don't know how important speed on him will be. I, I think he, I kind of think survivability is probably a more important thing. Um, well, if you're using him at three stars at gear 12, well, definitely wants to be survival. Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, he gains advantage whenever he uses his basic ability. But keep in mind dominance when he has it first order allies have plus 100 counter chance so anytime he does get hit crit or not he will counter and he will get back advantage if he lost it so there's certainly going to be a lot of advantage going on for him you know triggering a counter attack with him as the lead you know basically just hitting him that will kill your bonus turn meter gain and I suspect there will be a change that this unique ability will either be moved to his leader ability or um, or it will require a first order leader of some sort. Um, I'd be kind of surprised if they made it require a full first order faction, but I kind of think a first order leader would probably be likely. Yeah, I mean, first order leader makes them i mean I, th I think that covers all situations there because if you put general hux as the leader and then use synth empire good luck um because even if you use general hux and then use the same synth empire team you were using before with him in the team it breaks the team yeah so that's probably the best idea i don't know yeah we we will see um i I, I love this kit, and like I said, I'm I'm going entirely for survivability. Um, a little bit extra speed will be nice, but I, I, I want those counterattacks, getting the advantage. Um, you know, having the mass assist more often would, of course, be nice. I do not disagree, but, uh, you know, you can use, like, the OG Kylo, a fast OG Kylo, to help boost turn meter around the fact that Hux also gains... Um, 25% turn meter on his basic. I mean, all he really needs to do is counter. You know, a little bit of tenacity on him also might not be a bad idea. Um, 
you know, if the enemy has a lot of days or something, that way he can counter, gain turn meter, get his advantage back, and keep doing what he does. Um, this is a super cool kit. Uh, I think people are overreacting as far as he needs to be super fast. I don't think that's the case. I think that's incorrect. I think survivability will be the more important thing in most all circumstances. Now, there could be, of course, characters come out in the future that change that, uh, change the way this kit works with other characters. Who knows? But I think with what we have now, I think that's the correct way to go. So I, I want to throw this out there. I am having very, I'm having very deep issues in my heart with what I want to do in the game, with what I know I still need to do to be prepared for General Anakin Skywalker. Okay. Because I almost want to throw everything to the side and just gear my resistance in first order because I'm just so excited. Hux has made me excited again, A, for first order, and B, for what could possibly come for the resistance as well. These two factions yeah. have always been fun. And my but neither one of them for me are great. All every character I have 7 star on resistance side is gear 11 or higher. I think my gear 11 or gear 12s are, are RJT, BB8 and C3PO. The all the rest are gear 11 including, you know, resistance troop not resistance trooper resistance pilot i mean i have them all at gear 11 i have a decent wow. start on on the uh i have a decent start well at one point resistance pilot was decent in the tank raid with the resistance so that's why i geared her but i don't have rose or holdo at seven stars yet so i don't have them geared at all but they're the only ones that aren't geared my first order is very lacking very very lacking I have enough at gear 11 for a full team, but I'm still missing characters like Stormtrooper and even OG Kylo. Like, he's gear still gear 9 for me. Like, this really makes me want to just work on those two factions and, f say, forget everything else, especially with what happened in light side territory battle. Like, yeah. I know I should be working on light side territory battle teams, but I really just want to work on these two teams. This kit is super fun, and I cannot wait to see what else comes out from these movies up until the spring, because we know that we're getting more stuff from these movies until the spring. So yeah, I'm super stoked for, I'm super stoked after these two kits. I am really excited for the rest of what we're going to get with these movies. The I have movie. a V. I have a theory, not that this is going out on much of a lamb, but I kind of think the reason they put this enemies can't gain bonus turn meter in his unique, they didn't want that in his leader ability specifically because I think that is going to pair very well with the Galactic Legend Kylo, who will actually have the really good leader ability. Um, I, I think he will probably be core to that. It would be nice to get enough characters to where we could actually have two first order teams, you know, and two resistance teams. Um because we have all these characters, like my resistance, for example, I have R2 and 3PO, they have a spot. But uh, RJT, BB-8, Finn, and Resistance Trooper, the four of them are all gear 12. Um, that, that team's worthless for me. I basically do nothing with it besides Raid. But I have Holdo, Poe, Ray, all at gear 11. Resistance, pilots like gear 7 or something. 
But then I have a Zeta Rose, yay, at gear 10. You know, <laughs> Zeta Rose, I, baby! I have, I have enough that I can do something with them. But I really need another leader ability. RJT is the only one that's worth a crap. Finn used to be before they freaking kicked that in the nuts and got rid of it. So hopefully this new... Hopefully this new Galactic Legend Ray will bring something new to this faction, but I I would like to see another character besides Ray leading the resistance. Um you know, it, it would be great if there was a replacement character of some sort for, you know, that second leader ability. But I don't think that's the route they're going. I think it's gonna be Ray, and then RJT will still be good with what she's been good with. You but, made me very sad just now. Why? It might be too many IPAs, but if I if there wasn't carpet around me and garbage can, I mean a garbage can might work. I would pour out part of my beer for Finn's old leadership. I yeah, that's no. Kidding. I I miss it. That was so much. Such a fun leader ability. Oh, I mean, it was the oh you know I. One hundred fifty Galactic War wins to unlock Sims. I would say a hundred of them were Finn. Finn leadership all the way through. Like that yeah. was the thing, and that was the best thing. And then it was it it was unbelievably uh, fun. Yes. Yeah. F and chat. F and chat for uh Finn's leadership ability. Yep. <laughs> I can't disagree. No. All right. How how about we go ahead and talk about more synergy here with uh with my boy, Sith Trooper. All right, let's see what you got, bro. All right, I, I, I love this kid. So, all right, we have Sith Trooper, who is obviously a dark side character with the alignments of dark side attacker, first order, and Sith. Described as an elite trooper with powerful first order and Sith synergy and high damage potential. As you will see with this kit. Basic ability. Ugh. Ugh, what was the that? yuns are getting to me. Alright, let's restart. Como? <laughs> <coughs> Alright, basic Sith Strike. Deal physical damage target enemy. If this attack is a critical hit, Sith Trooper gains critical hit immunity for two turns. Keep in mind, this is on basics. We just talked about all these counterattacks and stuff. So, Sith Trooper now has the added benefit if of if on a crit, he then cannot get crit. That is, that's pretty cool. I like it. If on Count, Hux team. Counters Hux leadership RJT. team, right? Dominance yes. is only on the leadership, right? Yeah. Yes. And this counters RJT really well because they inflict expose on a crit and that's how their team goes so that will make taking down the trooper very difficult special one yeah. is vengeant blast on a three turn cooldown this is a very cool looking aoe deal physical damage to all enemies this attack deals 50 percent more damage for each currently defeated first order or sith ally 50 percent more damage so who is the? There's another character in this game that kind of has a similar mechanic, in which when somebody I hate dies, this mechanic. Really? <laughs> to be honest, why? I don't because I don't want more damage when my teammates are dead. I don't want my teammates dead. 
<laughs> I, I every battle I go into is you, you go. Let's say you go into Grand Arena. Your sole intention is to not lose people because you need the banners. You don't. I don't want extra damage when they're dead. I mean, it's it's nice to get it, but it's a, I hate the mechanic. I don't. I love the mechanic. Um, uh, so you wouldn't I, want it based on anything other than your teammates being dead. Would I prefer if it dealt 50% more damage for each currently living first order Sith ally? Well, sure. It, it wouldn't but be that understandable, I, but it lets, if it could, if it was hinging on, if it was dependent on anything other than your teammates being dead, I would like it. I, I think it's, Okay, McTweet has a very good point. This spells arena. Okay, you're not going to keep everyone alive in arena. Do you... I'm really curious to see if we're going to see First Order in arena. Because I don't see it happening. Unless we get something... Unless unless that uh, Galactic Legend uh, Kylo is really good. I mean, I just don't... I don't want my teammates dead most of the time. So, having 50% more damage... I'm not really ever going to need that or want that, you know? First order nuke team. Yeah, there All you right. go. Well, I like it. I'm a big fan. Um, anything that does more damage, I am perfectly okay with. Uh, his... it, I, I, I'm willing to say that in most situations, you might not even get to this, to that extra damage. Because you're going to try to keep your team alive. Well, yeah, you would prefer your team to be alive, sure. And how often? <laughs> okay, but I just if, don't think it's a good mechanic. That's just my take. So it's not good. I mean, you'd rather do the same amount of damage when your team dies. I didn't say it's not damage? good, and I don't want it in the kit. I would like it replaced <laughs> with something else. It's fine that it's there. I would rather it or than nothing. But I don't like kits. Just like I don't like, like terrible example i don't like uh royal guards mechanic of i'm gonna taunt when someone's almost dead okay great you're taunting now but guess what an aoe is gonna kill the guy you're taunting to protect it, it's a stupid mechanic i just I, uh, there's better things that they could have done <laughs> I, I like it um I, I i think it's pretty neat but um all right, second special, Resurgent Power, cooldown of three. D dispel all debuffs from all First Order and Sith allies and grant them advantage for two turns. If... Another yawn. If Sith Trooper <laughs> already had advantage, he is called to assist. So, um, advantage, good on Sith Trooper. Not a ton of ways to get it, it seems, though. Uh, this is the first thing we've seen about him. Um, I don't understand the wording. Called to assist who? Well, he does this ability, and then, uh, like, he does So this. shouldn't it say, if he already had advantage, he is a, he attacks? He's not assisting anyone. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, it, it's kind of it, it is worded a little weird. Yeah, yeah, it makes no sense to me. I'm like, you're not a. It's your ability. Who are you assisting? Yeah, no, that's a good question. It's 
little little odd. Uh, maybe it'll make more sense when we actually use him. But um, oh, actually, says, by assisting, he can't be countered. That is well, that's true. a nice mechanic. So if the wording is literally put in there for that reason, I can deal with that. But it doesn't make sense, like grammatically. Yeah, because he's not assist. No one else attacked. Well, and it's funny because in the picture, first order executioner attacks. Why is well, first order executioner attacking? Well, because he just got advantage. It's probably his next turn. I think it's just showing the ability where he gains advantage, and that's pretty much it. I'm still confused on that. This is his special, so I, I think it's, if another it's showing... character takes a turn and he has advantage, he's not going to assist because of this wording. Why is First Order Executioner attacking in the image? Because he is taking a turn after uh, Sith Trooper does his special. He does a special, and then and then Fox attacks, and um, then he takes another turn. The, what? What? The image isn't making sense to me. Okay. Well, we will move on to Unique One. Emperor's... Okay, wait, wait, wait. Before you move on, I need to know, is it just me? Does the image make sense to you? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He is he is first dispelling all debuffs on First Order allies and granting them advantage. Fox... Does that call Fox to assist? Does wait. it call Fox to assist? Doing that does not cause any attack by fox oh if you're, i'm, if I'm never reading mind. the oh, okay, ability correctly saying. so looking at the image he's dispelling all debuffs on first order sith allies Let, and getting advantage let, if you already let, advantage he calls he is called to assist let's let's we let's, must be missing something move, in no, the wording here we, well we haven't finished his abilities yet you know what you, you're on to something. Maybe we should. That's why I tried to move on to Unique One Emperor's Legacy. Final text. This is with the Zeta also. At the start of battle, Sith Trooper gains advantage for two turns if the leader is uh, First Order or Sith. While Sith Trooper has advantage, he has plus 50% critical damage. Whenever another First Order or Sith ally scores a critical hit or stuns an enemy, Sith Trooper is called to assist. Limit once per turn. Whenever another First Order or Sith ally is defeated, the cooldown of Vengeance Blast is reset. Then Sith Trooper gains advantage for one turn, takes a bonus turn. So in that image, you are seeing a Sith Trooper who does not have advantage, dispel all debuffs, and grant First Order advantage. Then Fox takes a turn... And he scores a critical hit, which then calls in Sith Trooper to assist. Is what I believe is happening. So the image is misleading because the image says special ability, resurgent power. But it doesn't say in there's plus a first order executioner turn. Correct. It's it that they let the thing go on longer than they should have. It looks cooler of an ability in the image than it, the wording says. Because it looks like he's calling Fox and then assisting Fox, basically. 
Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Okay. Yeah. Now, now I understand what's going on there. It's just misleading because it's saying this is the special ability when it's really not. So one cool thing about the Sith Trooper is, so he, he's got uh 50% critical damage whenever he has advantage. Um, he gets, um, he gains advantage whenever someone dies. Uh, let's see. He has an ability that gives advantage to everyone, which, uh, um, uh, where was I going with that? He has an ability that gives which advantage is, gives to Hux everybody. more advantage, which and is great. And whenever he gets advantage also, he can then, uh, critically hit on his basic and get crit immunity. Um, and... One other thing that is really important is the fact that he has the plus 50% critical damage whenever he has advantage. So it's kind of an interesting mechanic in which a guaranteed crit gives him more critical damage in addition to whatever first order leader he is using, assumably crew or Hux, he will then be getting another 40 or 50% critical damage. Which heavily means you should be modding for or modding with an offense set very, very, very heavily towards offense. Um, with all this extra critical damage, he will be a total monster. Um, I'm pretty excited about this character. I'm curious with Hux having decent stats and everything and abilities outside of his leadership. Um, are we still, are we going to see any resurgence of a Phasma lead or is Phasma just relegated to a secondary character for the rest of her career? I hope not, but I, I think what I love they're doing Phasma here, leadership. I think they're trying to build two resistance teams, two first order teams. That's what they're doing with all these characters from these movies, in my opinion. And I kind of think Phasma could be the next leader because I kind of think with Hux, you will still want the best tank because I think it's going to be the better team. Um, now, that could be the new Kylo. Either way, I think you'll have two Kylos on one team, kind of like you do now. But uh, you'll have to figure out what to do with OG Kylo and Phasma. They're going to be both kind of the black sheep of the situation, uh, which you kind of have to find a spot for them. But I, I think there will be plenty of places for them to fit in. It'll be interesting. Leftovers are what? Phasma. You'd have to have a Phasma lead because if you had crew and Hux on the same team, one of them is leading. Yes. So the second team would be a Phasma lead with OG Kylo, uh, special orders type pilot. Yes. Who else? I don't even know. Uh, first order type pilot. That's um, a terrible team. Is there even a tank? Are you talking about first order officer with... With the Hux crew team, or are you talking about First Order Stormtrooper? Because at that point, I would think Stormtrooper would have to go with Phasma and... What am I talking about specifically? I'm just asking what you think, because I would think that that Stormtrooper would have to go into the second team. Maybe. Well, if they didn't, there wouldn't have a tank. It's going to be hard to know until we see more of the kit, but yeah, I mean, you'll probably need a tank, so... Um, you know, new Kylo could take the place of crew. 
so crew might be able to go over on that team. You could have a crew team and then have, you know, a Hux or a new Kylo team. It's just kind of going to depend, I guess, on what that kid is. Um, I, I do want to cover Chicken Bottom's question real quick. With advantage, you're guaranteed to get a critical hit. Why wouldn't you use a crit damage set? And the reason is because with all the extra critical damage that he has, the plus 50% from his unique when he has advantage, in addition to the leader ability, he's going to have plus 90 to plus 100% additional critical damage. And with that much critical damage, if you go mod with an offense set, even on a crit, you will do more damage than you would if you had a crit damage set instead of an offense set. Even if you crit every single time, you will always do more damage with an offense set. Uh, for example, um, I, I see a lot of people post really good numbers with like relic fins, but you know, in phase one of the Sith raid with RJT, if you mod Finn with an offense set, you will get more damage because you have the bonus crit damage from the leader ability and you have the bonus crit damage from, say, C-3PO. When you start stacking up that much critical damage, uh, you know, around 40-50% can get kind of murky depending on how much additional secondary offense you're adding in. But for the most part, you know, if you're at 50% or higher, you're going to be better off going with that offense set. Kind of the same thing with, um, you know, Sith Marauder, Darth Revan, that whole team. Same with the clones under uh, General Anakin Skywalker. They're another team gets plus 50% crit damage. That's an entire faction that you're better off modding with an offense set rather than a crit damage set. Um, you know, there are a few exceptions that may change that rule one way or the other but in general if you have plus 50 percent crit damage or more mod with an offense set you will be better off so yeah all right i'm these two characters get me real stoked for what we're gonna get next i just say that much i totally agree there I cannot. I would love for a galactic chase version for characters for some of these introductions on these characters. That would be cool. Yeah. Because if you're going to do it for ships, why can't it be possible for characters? And if we're going to release a good chunk of First Order and Resistance characters, it'd be nice to have a a way to unlock characters that way. I think that'd be fun. Totally agree. 100%. Um, kind of bummed that they're not doing that. They went back to the marquee. Uh, must have not as been as productive, but that's that's okay, I suppose. They had a galactic chase recently? Yeah. Yeah. Hyena Bomber. That was only a month ago. So, I mean, it's still a thing. So it's that, only I mean, been they... ships that we've seen that in, too, though. We, well, we that's what I'm saying. I wish they had a character so... version of Galactic yeah. Chase. Make it, Name it something else. Make it for characters. Make it for one of these movie characters. I mean, that that's... Going back to new players coming for this movie, that would be a good way to get them excited to spend energy, maybe buy some crystals and spend some more energy. I'm just saying. I would yep. like to see a character from the movie released similar to Galactic Chase because I am really stoked for all the characters they decide to come out with for these movies in the next few months. I'm sure I'll be more excited after I see the movie, and I know some of these characters even better, but 
man, it's it's these two. If they just, these two don't get you ex- excited to a see the movie and b see what characters we're gonna get out of those movies, I don't know what you, I don't know what you. Hundred well, percent. I know what would keep you from getting excited, and that's the state of the game for the last five or six months. But there are I still enjoy it. Like let me put this PSA at the end of the podcast. I still enjoy the game. I still enjoy playing. Do it. you? Do you? If I could play it, I mean, if there were ways to play it, I would enjoy it even more than I do. But you know, I'm I'm looking forward to the next to the first three months of this year. This the first quarter where there's supposedly a raid. What what else we're gonna see and get in the first three months of this year? I'm excited to see that. I mean, um, I mean, I guess we'll just see what happens. But I still enjoy the game. I still enjoy Gl- Grand Arena is probably my favorite thing, even though I'm not great at it and that it falls in terrible times for my sleep schedule and work. But I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I still enjoy the game and the theory crafting and all that kind of yep. stuff. So I agree. I'm excited to see what happens with these this movie and these characters going forward. That's all I'm saying. Well, so. we have uh, one last topic to get to, but real quick before we get to that, uh, uh, <laughs> Steph Isley says in chat, who else is taking a drink when Wink yawns? And Chicken Bottom brings up an amazing point. No one. They would all have alcohol poisoning. That is 100% <laughs> accurate. So uh, let's go ahead and get to this next topic. That way I'm much closer to going to bed. Execute order 66. Oh, geez. We know what that means. Oh, yeah. It's time for Wink tries to pronounce things. Uh, well, so what, I... Oh, hold on. Why, why is the sounder for this not do or do not? There is no try. <laughs> That's, I don't know. You're the soundboard guy. You answer your own question. Yeah, that's, huh. Next to... time. Next yeah. time. We're, yeah, we're... I need Exactly. Well, I need to check. I this. mean, this is the maybe this is only like the third time we've done this. Just kidding. We've done this quite a few times, and we just had that revelation. So, Wink tries to pronounce things. The movie is coming out in less than a week, folks. Less than a week. So, yes. The resistance is scattered to the four winds, all in the outer room. I looked up outer weird outer rim names. And uh, we're gonna have Wink try to pronounce some uh, some things from the outer rim. So okay, all right. Let me get this up here. There we go. Oh, there it is. All right, let's do it. All right. So why don't you tell us about Suswena? <laughs> That's probably how I would have pronounced it. It is a sector located in the outer rim territories of the galaxy and was traversed by the Hydean Way and the Rima Trade Route. Ooh, interesting. I did not know about the Rima Trade Route. Um, the next everyone one, should know about the Rima Trade Route. <laughs> the next one is Jalukan. I was really hoping you'd say Jellocan. <laughs> <laughs> Jalukan was uh, a cold and rocky mountainous planet in the Outer Rim Territories. Sounds absolutely amazing. Sounds like uh, Colorado. This one I am totally going to butcher. Quilahan Nebula. Quilahan, it sounded right. 
A nebula located in the galaxy's unknown regions. So there you go. Ah, interesting. All right. I've heard of the unknown regions, but I have not heard of Burgutren. 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 <laughs> final only, answer. Final answer. Bugatren? Is that what you said? Burgutren. Burgutren. One, one of the only known shipping docks in the Outer Rim and home to nefarious mercenaries, including Judon Iso. Ooh, scary. All righty. Iriadu. <laughs> Iriadu. That sounds right. A planet on the Outer Rim controlled by the Galactic Empire, as well as the home of Grand Moff Tarkin and his family. Interesting. All right. That's so we cool. have five things that Wink has pronounced. One of them I made up. Let's see if Wink can figure out which one was made up. I'm hoping you gave it away. Because Lately, he's been wrong. Last I was two, on straight for a he's while. Been wrong. Yeah. Last two, he's been wrong. So we'll see if he can figure this one out. All right. All right. I kind of think you came up with it just I, for whatever reason. Jello can came into your head <laughs> and you made it a planet. Jello can is an actual place. Really? Yes. That, that, I don't know if that's disappointing or exciting. <laughs> Jello can uh, is an actual planet in the Star Wars canon. Okay, all right. So it's Quellohan Nebula. No, it is not. All right, what is it? I give up. Burgutran. Really? Okay. And by, by the way, the nefarious mercenary Judon Iso is also made up. I kind of figured, but, <laughs> you know. <sighs> Third you figured. Third you figured. I, 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 I Man, thought I Judon Iso. Iso sounds kind of similar it to... It sounds Star Wars uh, right? It That's, does. I mean, you know what? I'm like, I, Judon Issa. That sounds like a Star Wars name. Maybe I was kind of wondering. I was like, maybe this dude's related to like Jin or something. Iso, Urso kind of sounds similar. So, yeah. yeah. There you go. There you go. Uh, this has been this week's version of Wink Tries. And he tried fails. indeed. <laughs> indeed. This week was a failure. Three in a row. I'm feeling pretty good. Well, you should be. There's only an 80% chance you're going to win. <laughs> what? No, there's an 80% chance you're going to win. No, there's an 80% chance I am going to lose. Is that? It's you have, correct. You have yes. four answers that are correct out of five. Well, that would be 80% chance to be correct. No, no, no. no. I, okay. I have... This is why I'm not the maths guy. This is right? why you're not the you maths guy. You are correct. Guy. That is right. <laughs> Forgive me for my... I'm very old. It's been a while since I took a math class. Yeah. All right. That's fair. That's fair. All right. So, All right. Well, um, I think that's pretty much going to wrap up this episode of the Shadow Horror Podcast. Uh, we would love if you guys would check our other show, Chosen Ones. Uh, you can search for Which Chosen Ones Which we're going to record in like... 15 minutes. Yeah. You guys can't, you don't get to see that, but you will you if you go to Chosen you... Ones on your podcast catcher of choice and listen to our Mandalorian reviews because. And Chosen we would love Ones, it if. 
you guys would leave us some reviews, whether it is here or on the other podcast feed. Uh, reviews do help the show get, you know, a little bit more notice and that sort of stuff. And hey, share the SOP with some guild mates and some arena mates. Uh, let's let's get some more listeners. Yeah, let's do it. We have a great time recording that show. I love being able to talk with a good friend every week about those shows in depth. Exactly. And then to, then to hear your guys's your guys's takes on our takes is always good times. So appreciate you guys for listening. Appreciate you guys for listening to this podcast. If you like this podcast, you like the chat, the 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 Twitch chat. If you like listening to us, if you want to get involved in that, go to discord.me slash shatterer because all week long, I did the clap thing while I talked. All week <laughs> long, we talk <laughs> about this game in our discord, have a lot of fun. I'm telling you, I'll tell you what, there are so many people in that discord. So many. I love talking to every week. If we just continue to add to that number, I would be stoked because any time of the day I can say something and get your guys' opinions on everything. I love it. So discord.me slash shutterdor. Thank you to everyone that is there. For everyone that will come to our Discord in the future, you guys make that place awesome. So come check it out. Uh, as well, join us on Twitch. If you do not join us on Chitch Normal... Chitch? If you do not join... Doin. If you do not join us on Twitch normally, twitch.tv slash shatteredorder... Normally, on Friday nights, around 8.15 Mountain Time, we are here. So come check us out. We have a lot of fun. It's great to be here, and we love having the... I mean, it's funny. You remember when we and you did not do live shows, and we just talked to each other? Yes, I do. You remember how much how different it became when there was a Twitch chat with people asking questions and kind of answering our questions. It's much just more interactive. So much, so yes. much better because people had ideas and things for us to talk about that they talked about in chat. It's just so great. Join us on twitch.tv slash shattered order, mostly on Friday nights. We would appreciate that. Anything else you got to say? I, I've got nothing. I mean, that's that's pretty much it. I'm ready to go talk about that. The was your cue to talk about our wonderful sponsors? We need to get this earlier in the show. <laughs> we need to start um, doing it at the beginning. Because God bless. There is some. There are magical things happening behind the scenes on this podcast. We uh, we very each magical other. things. The audio quality is top notch, and there is one reason for that, and that is because of our sponsors from Blue Microphones. They give us time to give you the chance to record yourself or play your games with a microphone. That's amazing from Blue Microphones. Ooh, yeah. It's just they get they are a fantastic company. Blue Microphones, go check them out. They have amazing Yeti is one of the best streaming mics out there. Almost everyone you watch on you on YouTube and Twitch starting out is using a Yeti. I mean, I would probably say at least eight out of ten people. Look it up. Best streaming mic, Yeti. Blue microphones. I'm telling you. Great stuff. Go check it out. I really love Blue. Thank you for sponsoring us. If you like uh, the way this sounds, go check them out too. Now, yep. let's go do the Mando thing because I am super stoked about this episode. For everyone out there that hasn't seen this week's episode, go check it out because holy crap, it was awesome. It Until was. Until then, 
I want to say thank you for listening. Episode 177 as we march our way to episode 200. It's coming up next week. Wink, what do you have to say to the people? Later. You've just finished with the Shattered Order podcast. Join us next week for another round.